again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. This is episode 197. I'm Art Regner, and as always, the Red and White Authority is presented by Labatt Blue. It is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings. Whether it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, what better way to cap off your day with an ice-cold, frothy Labatt Blue? We do ask, though, that you drink our premium beer responsibly. Uh, we are concluding, this is actually part two, episode 197 of the Red and White Authority of our uh, week or so that we spent from July 1 through July 5. Uh, the Red Wings had their development camp, and we talked to several prospects. And uh, up first is Trey Augustine. He was drafted in the 2023 draft just recently in the second round, 41st overall. Uh, Red Wings had three second round picks in the last draft, and they used their first pick of the second round for South Lion native, headed to Michigan State University, Trey Augustine. Uh, Trey played with the uh, development program, the U18s, uh, over in uh, Plymouth, the USNT. DP uh, to be precise and in 33 games played for Team USA the U18 team 33 games 29 1 and 2 his goals against average was 2.13 save percentage 926 in the World Juniors the U18s in 6 games he was 6 and 0 with a goals against of 1.61 and a save percentage of 9.33, and as I said, Trey is uh, headed uh, to Michigan State University with uh, fine coach Adam Nightingale, former uh, Red Wing employee and coach Adam is, and so Trey, I began with him just talking about being drafted by the hometown team, and here is Trey Augustine. All right, here we go. Trey, first of all, welcome to Detroit, but I guess you're not really a stranger being from South Lyon. I mean, is Little Caesars Arena, are you familiar with it? Have you seen a lot of Red Wing games in here? Have you ever played in here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've played in the practice rink a little bit, and then I've been to some games here, but never really had a whole experience like this, being able to tour the whole facility and just meet the whole staff. When you're a kid from Michigan and you get drafted by the Michigan team, so to speak, uh, what is that feeling like? Because you're kind of living like every little boy's dream here in the state. I yeah. mean, you, you're going to be a Red Wing. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, you grow up in South Lion. Obviously, you want to play for the Red Wings. And obviously, that had my name called on draft day by them. I was super happy and super glad for my family to be able to stay close to home. So since you are local, what, what, what was your path to Detroit? I mean, uh, start off in like the South Lion Lions or whatever they were called and then work your way up? Uh, yeah, I started playing for the Novi Wildcats. That was like my first like youth team. And then I uh, jumped to Little Caesars for a couple years once like the AAA started going on. Then I played for Honey Baked uh, my last couple years of youth hockey. And then and I went to the national team development program where I was playing the last two years. Now, can you explain the national team is in a do you try out? Do you get an invitation? How do you become a member of that elite program? Uh, yeah, so they have scouts that go out and uh, obviously you have to find players. And obviously there's a, there's a camp invite that comes out and you go to camp. There's about 45, 50 names on the list. And then they narrow the team down to, I want to say, 23 to 22 on it, guys. So. And when you made that, I mean, I guess that must be, you know, I mean, it used to be in Ann Arbor, but you played it when it was in Plymouth. Yeah, I mean, it was super, super special, unique opportunity to be able to represent my country every day for the past two years. So 
it was a time in my life, and I wouldn't change anything for it. You know, I, 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 know, I saw you in the, like, uh, you know, the U18s and all that kind of stuff. You know, phenomenal team, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the U18s, I mean, you know, the, the development program did exactly what it was supposed to do. It just has elevated American hockey to world status. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm curious about is what's it like not so much playing here in the United States representing the country where in the USA, but when you go overseas, does that give you an appreciation of this country? Does it make you, and I ask you this because it's Independence Day yeah. and they were doing this on the 4th of July. I mean, how special is that, especially when you go overseas and you see, wow, man, you know, the USA, not only are we a good hockey country, we're a pretty good country. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, being able to explore some different parts of the world and obviously come back home, you're super grateful for where you are. But, I mean, just playing against another team's best players, I mean, there's nothing like the competitiveness and obviously wanting to win those games for your country and just kind of brings out the best of both sides. Now, are you humble over there or are you like, yeah, man, we're Americans. I mean, yeah, you might win this game, but hey. I mean, obviously, try and be humble, but obviously there is like kind of the American swagger to it where we're going to do everything we can to win but still be humble and grateful for the opportunity that we have. Do you like the uniform or the, the USA, the flag thing, or would you rather just have, like, the letters? I mean, there's all kinds of different uniforms. I mean, do you, do you prefer one? Uh, ours are, like, the NTP that we use in the regular season are pretty iconic jerseys. Those are probably two of my favorites. Yeah, those are that's definitely a good look. All right, I'm, I'll get off the American kick now, but... <laughs> I'm looking at your record last year, and if, you know, if my education is good, Livonia Public Schools, uh, I'm kind of looking at it, and I think you were 41-11-2 or something, like overall with all your competition. If, if, if uh, 29 and 10 would be, well, well 39, right? Mm -hmm. And then two losses and two ties, 39-2-2. Two two. I mean, that's phenomenal. I mean, what? Yeah. I, I mean, okay, it's representing. Oh, it's my team, but my God! I mean, you couldn't have been much better last year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I had a good year from a personal standpoint, but like our team was super lowered, and I was very grateful to play behind the guys that we had in front of me. Yeah, but why? Why? Uh, you know, I, I guess why goalie? Why hockey? How did you? Why did you settle in this position? Yeah, my dad just played lower level hockey, and he kind of got me involved skating when I was seven, eight years old, and I just kind of fell in love with the game and then or like my team we had to rotate through goalies I would just raise my hand every time and kind of just fell in love with the position you know didn't have to leave the ice or anything so kind of appealed to me right you know what I've always liked about goal you play the whole game yeah it's like one of the only sports where you actually play the entire game mm -hmm. no definitely I mean it's a big part of kind of why I got into it not being able to have to get off the ice because I love playing so much you know, even though you're going to Michigan State, I absolutely, I think you're, I'm really enjoying talking to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, really. It's really tough for me to do. No, I'm just teasing. But, but you are going to State. I, I, I know Adam Nightingale. I know Adam. I mean, you know, great coach. He's turning that program around. Uh, what's it going to be like, you know, why choose the college route where you probably could have gone, you probably could have done whatever you wanted, I guess. Yeah, obviously I have a super good relationship with Coach Nightingale, and he was a big part of why I committed there, obviously. I'm just really looking forward to getting up to school and be able to work with him in the fall. Are you looking forward to that Michigan-Michigan State rivalry? I mean, you've experienced it growing up in this state, but to actually be part of it must be pretty cool, too. 
Yeah, I mean, over the past uh, like five or six years or so, it has been a great competition, but it's kind of getting back to a closer level, level playing field. So kind of really excited just to see kind of even like the playing down here downtown will be pretty cool. Well, you know, the thing that I've always found out interesting about that rivalry is, is that everybody seems to know each other. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, do you, I, I, heaven forbid, do you have friends on the Michigan team? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot, just like because uh, the couple like road juniors and the U18s I played uh, two years ago, I have probably know like pretty close with seven, eight guys on the team. So a little different, but I mean, obviously you have your school's crest on. Obviously you want to do everything you can to win those games. Now I've got to ask you, and I'm obsessed with names. You know, when you have a name like Arthur and I don't know, it's, it, it's, it's not a common name. Yeah. But you're Trey Augustine. Yeah. Yet your name is Kenneth Augustine the mm Third. -hmm. Uh, why aren't you Kenny Augustine or Ken Augustine? Yeah, so uh, just because I'm the third, so for three they call me Trey. It's kind of always been the thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You, you know that makes complete sense. Yeah. No, I, I kind of. My real name's Kenneth, but I've always everyone knows me as Trey. So. Does anybody call you Ken or Kenneth, or is when your mother gets mad at you, then you're Kenneth? Not even. I mean, it's always always been Trey. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yep. That's pretty. So would you ever respond to Ken or Kenneth? Uh, yeah, I'd probably look around and be like, well, who's talking to my dad? Or <laughs> that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty good, yeah. All right, good. All right, 6'1", 190 pounds. As you're a big guy. I mean, you're not certainly small. But today's goalies seem to be like, you know, talk to the doctor, who that's what I call Sebastian Cosa. He's like, I don't know, he says he's 6'6". He might be 6'9 at this point. I mean, yeah. do, do, do you look at it and you think that, wow, that's, uh, uh, you know, you're drafted. He's rather on the small side. Do you kind of laugh that off? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I have to play a little different than guys like Cosa and even some of the other goalies they have at camp just because of my size and obviously not anything I can control about that. So trying to make the most of what I have and just finding ways to still fill up as much net as I can. You know, Red Wing fans want to know, I mean, they're all rooting for you. You know, even Wolverine fans, once you start wearing red and white, not that green and white, but <laughs> yeah. the red and white they will. Uh, but what is the, uh, how would you describe yourself as a goaltender? What can we look forward to seeing? Yeah, I think I'm an athletic, competitive goaltender that has to use my skating to put myself in positions to make saves, kind of pride myself on having good technique and just kind of be able to play bigger than my sizes. Do you have, now, being on the, the development program, what high school did you graduate from? Uh, so they had us doing like online classes for the two years I was there. So I think it was called like Michigan International Prep School. Was oh, okay. They had us doing. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is you regret not graduating from South Lyon High School? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would have been cool that I graduated there, but obviously I'm just kind of, well, I couldn't turn down the opportunity to represent my country every day. Right. No, I mean, no, there's, I, I would have done that too. They, yeah. they wouldn't have asked me, but I would have done it. Yeah. I, I'll volunteer my services. <laughs> uh, finally, yeah, looking at the timeline, all that, goalies always supposedly come later and all that kind of stuff, but there's opportunity here. Huso signed for another two years, you know, Costa up and coming, but you're right there in the mix. I mean, you know, when they take you in the second round, that's, you know, go, oh, well, goalies always go later. You know, you've heard all that kind of yeah. stuff before. You know what I'm talking about. So, timeline, stayed a couple of years, then GR maybe a year, boom, you, you know, four years from now I'm talking to you and you're a Red Wing. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the ideal plan, but at the end of the day, just kind of go into each season with a goal and just kind of keep that in mind, just trying to keep getting better every single day and kind of let the extra stuff take care of itself. Is there any way you could go to Michigan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really? can't, no. 
Really? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, Maze of Blue would look good on you, too. Uh, no, I'm good, though. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, okay, well, I thought I'd try. Yeah. I, I don't, hopefully I'm not tampering, and, would, you know, I'll get in trouble, hopefully <laughs> not you. All right, Trey, thanks for being such a good sport. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. I know it's got to be a thrill, especially being from Michigan. Uh, best of luck. Can't wait to see you as a Red Wing. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. There you have it from Trey Augustine going to Michigan State University. As I said, I, I told him at the end of it, I said, you know, I really like you. So I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to have a tough time, but I might end up rooting for you. And then he told me, don't worry about that. I know you're a bit of a Michigan slappy, uh, but just imagine me in red instead of green and maybe it'll be easier for you. I'm, I'm going to try, Trey. I'm going to take your advice. I, I'm definitely going to try, but we do wish him uh, the uh, best of luck, obviously, being from the greater metropolitan Detroit area. He's one of our own, and uh, we really look forward to seeing his career um, rise and uh, share the net, probably with our next guest, because our next guest, well, you know him, you love him. It's the doctor. It's Sebastian Cosa. Uh, Sebastian was drafted in the 2021 draft, round one. 15th overall, the Red Wings traded up with, uh, I believe, the Dallas Stars to get Sebastian. Last year, he turned pro uh, with the ECHL Toledo Walleye in 46 games played. He was 26-16-1. His goals against was 2.56, save percentage of 913, shutouts four. Very, very good numbers for a goaltender in their first year as pro. And in the playoffs in seven games played for the Walleye, he was 5-2, goals against of 2.33, and a save percentage of 9.17. And as a matter of fact, uh, we begin our conversation with Sebastian Cosa, asking him about the playoff series, specifically the Western Conference Final in the ECHL, where they took on a very, very good Idaho Steelheads team. Let's hear from the doctor. All right, Sebastian, I know it didn't end like you wanted to in Toledo, and I'm still kind of stunned that Idaho was swept by Florida. I don't know if you played Florida last year or not, but they must be a really great team. But when you look at that whole experience, could it have been any better for you what transpired in Toledo for you this year? Yeah, it was good. Um, I think, you know, there was a lot of up and downs. Definitely, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think I struggled a little bit. And then, um, you know, I kind of got my feet under me halfway through the year. And, you know, we made a couple acquisitions and, um, you know, the team got better as a, as a whole. And, um, you know, I think that, that allowed me to play better in that as well. So, you know, I think the second half was definitely a lot better. And um, going into playoffs there, I was, I was excited and um, I, was, I was happy about my game at the time. Um, obviously, yeah, losing to Idaho there. Uh, you know, tough. They're they're a really good team, and yeah, I, I hadn't played against Florida, so yeah, I just heard that they were a really good playoff team, and uh, so it doesn't really surprise me. But you know, yeah, there was uh, it was a good Idaho team, and uh, I thought I finished the year pretty well. Well, you know, I know you finished the year pretty well, and I'm not trying to be downer here and all this kind of stuff because you know you're my man. I mean, you're the doctor. So, but you know, and Dan said it, Dan Watson, who I would assume is going to be your coach in Grand Rapids. Well, I know he's your coach. I assume you're going to be there as well. You know, he said he didn't want to pull you in that game because of what you had done this year, and he felt bad for you, but he didn't want to, I, I, you know, I mean, that's the toughest thing for a coach to probably do. How did you feel about that situation? Obviously, you're disappointed, but that's something that happens to all goalies. You just got to rebound from it. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you know, elimination game, and 
Um, obviously, don't put my best foot forward, and um, you know, I ended up getting pulled and, and losing that game. I think with five to one. So, um, you know, obviously, would like would have liked to put a better foot forward and, and kind of end the year on a better note. But it is what it is, and it's a little bit more fuel for the summer and um, something to work for. And um, you know, obviously, not wanting that to happen again. Just uh, you know, doing everything in my power to to make sure I'm better for for the next chance I get. But it's such a weird position because I mean, I was at that game. A lot of those goals truly weren't your fault, though. I mean, it's just the way this puck bounces and all this kind of stuff. I mean, you made a save on one, and because you're six foot six, I think you put the puck into your own net. I mean, which could happen because you'd kind of lose sight of it. But I mean, so do you take any solace that way? I mean, if you gave up like six bad goals or something, say, God, man, I was terrible. But you know, you, you got to take it kind of as it comes. All right, so hey, you know, I mean, that was. I guess a good shot or a weird bounce or whatever, but that is something. Do you rationalize to that point? You know what I mean? Yeah, to a to a degree for sure. I think um, you know they're definitely yeah, and even that game, you know, there was a couple a couple weird bounces and um, you know there was a shot that got blocked behind me and a guy just put in an empty net and stuff like that. So obviously there is there are some goals that. You know, there's not much you can do, but at the end of the day, my, my job is to stop the puck. And, you know, at the end of the day, you, you try and look for something that you could have done differently during that play and to, to end up making the save. Well, your, your first year of pro hockey is done really successful. I mean, the team that, you know, that you backstopped, uh, you know, goes all the way to the Western Conference Final, which is a good, which is a good year. What do you do for the next week or so? Do you don't want to see the ice? You don't want to put on the pads? Do you, do you cool out? Do you, you know, maybe go visit your, you know, your family in Sarnia there and go back and forth on the Blue Water Bridge? Or uh, Yeah, right after the year I went back to uh, back to Edmonton, uh, back to my girlfriend's house and, and went up there and, and visited my family. Um, so I was there for about three weeks and then came down a, a week early for development camp. And, um, you know, I've seen development camp now, going to stay for next week and go home for, for about a week and a half, two weeks, and, um, you know, back here for the rest of the summer. So, so looking forward to So to here it. in Detroit then? Yeah. Like, like middle of August or something? Uh, Mid-July I'll be back for, for the rest of the summer. Oh, wow. That's, so you're, it's not really that much of a break for you? Uh, no, but, I mean, that's, that comes with it. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of work to do in the summer. So, um, you know, I, I got a good amount of rest and um, ready to get back at it. So do you look at now at the prospects tournament next, and then and then big camp again? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Finishing up the wrapping it up tomorrow, the development camp, and um, you know there's lots of work to be done this summer, and then obviously hopefully have a have a good Traverse City, and um, you know bring that into camp. You know, I, I mean, you know, this is your second, you know, uh, development camp. I mean, at this point, is it? you know been there done that or do, do you really get something out of this yeah oh definitely there's there is lots of presentations and, and I think you know even though I've been in some of them before you know there's different things that you pull out of each one especially you know even going back the second third time so um, you know definitely definitely still learning lots and um, you know there's some new staff here so you know getting to meet them and, and um, you know building relationships with them is, is big now I know that you were really happy and proud with your sleep this year and then you talked to Lisa McDowell, who wasn't quite as enthused as you were. Uh, you thought that you were at least, you went to bed and thought you were like at eight hours. Yet when, I guess, they monitor you fellas, it was actually like six and a half, which is not. You need eight hours. I mean, were you surprised at that? Because I know, I know you were really, really happy. <laughs> That's funny. No, uh, yeah, so obviously I have my aura ring, um, and it tracks my sleep. So, yeah, I was getting about eight hours, 15 minutes in bed, um, 
you know, obviously some nights, you know, you're getting less than that, obviously with, with games, you're maybe sleeping maybe seven, six. So, um, you know, kind of throughout the year, it's, it's, you know, the up and downs. Um, yeah, I think the, the total final score was for total sleep every night averaged out. I think it was about, yeah, six hours, 40 minutes. So that's not good enough, but, um, you know, I think the deep and REM sleep is what I was more, I was happier about. And I was close to two hours for each for that. So, um, that was what I was kind of happy about, obviously not the sleep time, but it is what it is. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa kind of <laughs> told everyone there. Oh yeah. She, she enjoys telling that uh-huh. story, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so now do you, when you go to sleep, do you take your phone and keep it in the living room or something? You know, your phone is not next to the bed. I think that she, Lisa said, that's rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've been pretty good at that. It's, it's obviously, you know, at late nights, you know, at 10, 10, 11 o'clock, maybe just turn off the TV instead of watching an extra show. Um, you know, I think, yeah, obviously, you know, sleep is, is uh, extremely important. And, um, you know, just that's becoming a pro, just realizing how big that is. And, um, using it to uh, full benefits. All right. Now, I, I, Dan Watson is now going to be the coach in Grand Rapids. A long-time promotion, and uh, I think everybody that knows Dan knows he's an excellent coach, a player's coach. How easy will that be having a man you're familiar with who is familiar with you as you make the transition from the ECHL to the AHL? Yeah, it'll be huge. Obviously, you know, having someone like Wadi there, you know, he's a, an extremely good support system. Um, you know, someone that I feel comfortable going and talking to about, you know, lots of different things. So, you know, just that kind of comfortability uh, of being there. And, and he also makes coming to the rink fun. So, um, you know, you're, you're going to work, but at the end of the day, you know, you're going, having fun, or you're working hard. So, um, you know, he really gets a good culture in the dressing room. And, um, you know, I'm really excited. You know, how about now Phil Osera will obviously be there. You have great things to say about Phil. How important has he been to your development? Yeah, he's huge. Obviously, you know, uh, in Edmonton there, I I had my own goalie coach, but he was still coming, you know, twice a month. So, um, you know, we were kind of starting to build our relationship there. And, um, you know, there in Toledo this year, he was there almost every day. So, you know, he was was really the guy that I was working with the most. And, um, you know, a lot of my development and and increase this year, um, you know, is definitely him. He uh, did a great job this year, you know. Uh, have a great relationship with him and you know look to f- continue to build that i know it's only 24 hours old but re- the grand rapids hired a different goaltending coach or a con- goal and he's from finland mm-hmm. any opportunity out in these 24 hours have you talked to him is have, have they reached out has he reached out to you yep yeah he's here um so yeah he's been on the ice with us uh, i've skated with him twice so far so yeah just you know like i said um you know development camp you know kind of learning and, and getting used to the staff and and meeting new staff here. So, yeah, he's, uh, it's been good, uh, you know, the first two days with him so far and um, look to continue to build that relationship. When he, when he approached you or you, you found out, okay, this is going to be my goaltending coach, mm-hmm. I mean, did he, was he f- familiar with your body of work? I mean, did he, did he have maybe not uh, so much an itinerary for you but kind of knew, you know, how you are as a player? Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he said, no, obviously he's, he's watched my, uh, the clips before and, um, you know, I think um, – you know, yeah, he's definitely definitely familiar with my game. So, um, you know, it's kind of now seeing it in person and, and small details that we can work on. You know, Sebastian, I, I mean, I'm looking at you. You're still tall, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and you're filling out. But the skills there, the athleticism's there. You've, and I told you this, and I don't mean that you were horrible last September, but you've taken great strides in your game. Great, and I tell everybody that because everybody always asks me questions about the Red Wings anyway. I say, oh, no, cost him in. <laughs> Guys, he's, he's there. The doctor is in. Trust me. Yeah. Um, is it more just growing into your body and building into that? I mean, I know 
Like, what do you think you really have to work on? Because the tools and the athleticism, and I'm not a goaltending, you know, I guess aficionado, but everything seems the package is there already. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. I think you know, I think it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, I'm still you know just 20 years old, so I think definitely even last year, you know, I, I still am kind of growing into my body. Um, you know, I think I'm I'm both there now, but um, at this point, it's just you know adding on strength and, and explosiveness in my lower body and um, control of my upper body. You know, uh, core strength. Um, and then yeah, on ice, it's it's definitely a lot more little details now. Um, you know, kind of. Uh, um, you know, maybe more situation-based stuff um, that we're working on. So it's more smaller details, but, you know, I think, yeah, just continuing to grow in my body, get stronger, get more explosive, uh, continue to work on my skating and, and angles as well. You know, I know goaltending is such a weird position because there's only two of you on the team, and you're in competition with an, each other, but if there's anybody that understands what you're going through, it's the other guy who's playing the same position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Wings made some moves at goaltender. I, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with Huso, if you know him very well, but you know, uh, James Reimer's coming in, Alex Lyon's coming in. I know you and Lethemin are tight. Uh, do you need to have kind of a rapport with these guys and have the, the, the newest additions reached out to you yet? Um, no, I haven't talked to him yet, but um, definitely, yeah, especially, you know, going uh, going back, looking back at last year, you know, left there, um, you know, he's obviously an extremely good goalie, but a great guy off the ice as well, and, you know, we push each other on the ice, but, you know, it's a friendly competition, so, you know, I think that at the end of the day, like you said, you know, you're the only guy who knows what the other person's going through, so, um, you know, for you guys to be able to chat and, um, you know, kind of see, um, you know, what the other guy's going through and, and uh, you know, how that could help you or, or, you know, what you need to look out for. I think it's big for sure. You know, I, I've talked to you since day one. You were a Red Wing. On the night you were drafted, I'll never forget. They said you can talk to him for 10 minutes and we talk for 25. So, you know, I, I've got a good rapport with you. I consider, you know, I really like you, as you know. Still got to make your bookshelves, though. Uh, your yeah. cabinets. Remember the oh, yeah, carpenter? Right, 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 right that's first, right. Yeah. You were in the, I, I, you know, I, I was going to hold you to that, but I didn't want to bring that up. Yeah, I already brought you up being pulled, and I thought, yeah, that's kind of you, <laughs> you jackass. But uh, uh, with that said, the one thing that I, I asked you to do, and I don't know if you've done this yet, have you told Letheman if you would have played college hockey, you would have gone to Michigan? No, probably not. I don't know. I, uh, you know, I honestly, when I was 14, uh, meeting with my agent the first time, you know, I think, um, you know, it was pretty clear I wanted to go, you know, Canadian Hockey League. Um, so, no, I, I honestly never even put thought into where I would have gone. I don't know, Michigan State, yeah, with Trey there now and, and Leth, obviously they got some good uh, good goalies and um, they must have a good goalie program that so many guys are going there. So, um, you know, maybe Michigan State, maybe Michigan, who knows? Well, you know, I'm not going to say anything, but the – the Michigan players that are on the Red Wing roster, and there's three of them. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen the contracts that they signed with this team, but, you know, what about Larkin. Any, any Ohio Cobb, State guys? Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking football, you know. But, I mean, you know, you've got Cop, Larkin, and now, of course, uh, I want to say T.J. Hensick, who was your teammate in, uh-huh. who came out of retirement, the, the ageless wonder. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, J.T. Confer. I mean, those guys are, see, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, translate, obviously, with those through pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't take anything away from that. Yeah. And you're the doctor because you're a big believer in education. I mean, people think I'm always talking, why are you calling the doctor? I mean, Ph.D., 
Michigan would have been right up your alley. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I like the, the saving pucks more than more than uh, the schoolwork. But. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of like that the doctor saves. I, I agree. Uh-huh, I like All right, that, yeah. Sebastian, you know I wish you the best. You know that. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it, you, you know, you're right on that timeline. And I, and I know that, uh, you know, you want, you want it sooner rather than later. And uh, I actually think it's going to happen for you. Best of luck. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks. That will do it for this edition, episode 197 of the Red and White Authority, presented by Labatt Blue. I want to thank our guests, Trey Augustine and the Dr. Sebastian Cosa, uh, two fine young gentlemen, and uh, hopefully soon we'll see them in the pipes, between the pipes for the Detroit Red Wings. Until we meet again, everyone have a safe and pleasant one. We will talk to you soon. I'm Art Regner. See ya.